episode number 97, Camaro Redline and GT4R. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? That's going to be a good show this week, man. We got some cool news, and we've had like a little bit of a drought, so this is this is a cool drink of water. Yeah, I figured that since uh, Chicago Auto Show was kicking off this week, that something, something, anything, we, we'd be able to get a, a nugget of, of some new information, and we did. So Oh, we got, we're, now we're drinking from the fire hose. Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, speaking of which, what are you drinking, my friend? I am drinking um, something you sent me from Tennessee. It's, uh, what is it, birthday, anniversary, birthday or something like that? Uh, anniversary cake. It's really good. It's a chocolate stout. Um, chocolate aged, vanilla stout. Aged in a bourbon barrel. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I got to say, I am, I'm a fan. I am definitely a fan. Yeah, there's there's a um, little craft brewery down here called um, Grist? Southern Grist. Okay. And uh, actually, my buddy Steve Licht from Full Throttle Speed is the one that uh, told me about it, and he lives in Michigan. <laughs> so I'm glad he told me about it. And yeah, great nice. place to go. They got great beers and great staff and uh, cool little place. And so, yeah, I'm glad I get to send you some cool stuff from Tennessee. Well, thanks, buddy. This is um, this is uh, rather refreshing on a, on a nice uh, winter evening here. But uh, it's not that it's, it's only in the 30s here. You uh, get any snow up there? Or? No. No, no snow, just cold. Yeah. Supposed to go back up in the forties again. So who knows? It, w- it was uh, sixty six today. Nice. Windows nice. down, driving around. It was good. Nice. Yeah, I'd definitely be driving my Camaro uh, if it was uh, that temperature. But yeah, we got some Camaro news. Yeah, let, let's get to the Camaro stuff. So the red line. Yeah, we there's something called a red line that came out this week. Dropped at the Chicago Auto Show. Not a big. Surprise, something we saw at SEMA. Um, so let me just read you what I posted here. I got some uh, stuff from uh, the Chevrolet media team. Uh, Chevrolet rolls out the Redline Special Edition Series Thursday, February 9, 2017 at the Chicago Auto Show in Chicago, Illinois. Available on nine Chevrolet cars, trucks, and crossovers. Redline vehicles are equipped with black wheels featuring distinct red hash marks, black nameplates with a red outline, blacked out grills, and a black bow tie logos. All Redline vehicles will be available to purchase by the end of 2017 calendar year. So if you look at, I posted a bunch of these pictures on Camaro Show um, Facebook page, and they're they're all silver. They all got the red and black type hash marks, uh, red painted parts of the grill, red hashed wheels. Um, it's a nice looking appearance package for the Camaro. Um, something uh, I would expect something like they did on the fifth gen, like uh, the Synergy series. Remember how they do something different mm-hmm. with the Synergy series every year? This is, I guess, something like that. Doesn't There's no power adders or anything like that. It's just simply a nice looking appearance package for uh, the end yeah. of this model year. It's a good-looking car, and here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of red accents on a car. It's just not my style, personally. I'm very, I'd am very. i like to be kind of stealthy, you know? But this one, I 
This one I like. I like because it's subtle. It's just enough to just kind of stand out a little bit. I love the the hash marks on the inner rim of the wheel. Yeah, isn't that neat? And just that one spot. It's 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 definitely imaginative. And like we discussed last week, they um they showed it in silver ice. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the is is the red silver ice the only color the red line comes in. Oh, is it? I I don't know. Uh, uh no, 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 this is red line is another example. Chevrolet's bringing SEMA concepts to the showrooms, said Brian Sweeney, U.S. Vice President of Chevrolet. The SEMA show has proven to be a way to identify customization trends in the industry. Uh, this is, for example, Silverado and Colorado Redlines features red tow hooks, while Camaro Redline features unique black hash marks above the wheels, a design cue taken from Chevy's long heritage in motorsports. I don't see anything that's saying it's only going to come in silver ice. Uh, I'm looking at GM Authority. See if it says anything. <clears throat> black wheels, red hash mark, black name, black outline, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, same shit. Yep. Um, Good looking yeah, car, though. Good is or is not silver and only silver. Yeah. It's a good looking car. Head over to our Facebook page, uh, uh, facebook.com slash Camaro talk show. And you can see pictures. On yeah. There as well. I like it. Yeah. I do like it. It's good stuff. Um, so then in other news, Chevrolet dropped what, like a nine second YouTube video. And it just said, I don't know, find new roads or we'll be there. Or heartbeat of America. GT4R. Yeah, that's all and it that, does. And that's it. That's it. That Done. one day, and they were like, oh, what the heck is this? And then the next day, we see the press release from Stevens. Is it Stevenson Motorsports? Yes, I believe so. Um, They're getting back into the, the game, I guess. And they're, uh, this is official back where it all began. Uh, they said, we're very excited to announce that Robin Lydell and Matt Bell will be racing the new number 57 Camaro GT4R and the Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge. Who's excited? Christ. So a lot of people are. A lot of people are. They uh, they took a nice looking car here, and um, yeah, looks like they're gonna race it. And the uh, whatever challenge is, is, I don't follow these. G- I don't either. But it is the GT4. It's the GT4 challenge, huh? right? So earlier in the in the previous generation, it was the Z28R, okay. and now it's GT4.R, like it's a domain name or something. Um, <laughs> dot R. But it's um, <clears throat> this uh, looks like the ren- the renderings that I've seen looks like it's based off a ZL1. Yep. Yeah, so, I think uh, they started with a ZL1 car to produce this car uh, to race. So that's very cool. It's a, you know, it's cool where they just made a statement. Nine seconds of badassery in audio form with a blip of a car. Yep. Oh, yeah. So we got that linked up on our Facebook page as well. It's um, a neat video. How many times? Did you, I watched it like 10 times. Oh, yeah. Just over and over and over. And then over. I saw people were posting on our Facebook page, too, after that video, screenshots yes. of the car to try and figure out what it was and stuff like that. All you had to do or, was or pause it, it right in the middle, and you could tell it's a Camaro. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. But that was cool. That was it cool. was very cool. Good job. Uh, let's see here. A while <clears> back, we talked about Hennessy putting up a ZL1 against a Hellcat. Wow, wow. And the Hellcat kind of walked away from that ZL1, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Um, what they did was they pitted a six-speed ZL1 against, I think, an automatic Hellcat. I think that's what it was. And the Hellcat, um, every time the ZL1 guy would shift, the Hellcat would, would go out a little bit ahead of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I won't say it walked it, but it definitely it definitely beat the ZL1. And they, they ran them multiple, multiple times. Right. So then what did they do? I'm trying to find this video right now. I think our friends over at Camaro News posted it this week. So it looked like Hennessy went back. They added some modifications to the ZL1, their Hennessy, I don't know, base package or whatever it is, brought it up to 700 and some horsepower, 750 or something like that. And then they went out and they raced them again. I think, yeah, here it is. Uh, the ZL1 with a 750 package killed the Hellcat. <laughs> it says, what happens when a stock Hellcat Challenger races a ZL1 Camaro? With the Hennessy HPE 750 upgrade package, both cars have a six-speed manual transmission and roll from a second gear through fourth gear. Um, the ZL1 walked it. Like, <laughs> walked it. Yeah, so it wasn't, yeah. I probably got it by three cars, maybe. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 But it's cool. Um, I will link that up in the show notes as well. That that was, yes, courtesy of our friends at CamaroNews.com who uh, shared the Hennessy performance video. So that was <laughs> that was, that was, um, that was nice. And then, you know, how, how John always does at the end, he, you know, he sits there and he talks and he says, like, so this is what we did. You know, we, we did the 750 package and and he talks about the driver who drove it. So that was an entertaining video, and um, it sounds pretty good, too. <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. Dang. Dang. But what about that Dodge Demon? Oh, we'll be talking about that later on in the episode. Oh, yeah. But until then, how about <laughs> we get to some voicemails? Do we have any? We do. We got uh, some voicemails this week, so um, let's see. let's see who called in. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. This is Sean from Oceanside. Uh, just driving down the I-5 right now, <clears throat> and I had a brand-new red ZL1 come up behind me and pass me. All I can say is that car is badass. It looked awesome. Oh, man. It, it was red with the black stripe on top and then the back. Oh, beautiful car. That's all. Just wanted to share that. That's the first one I've seen in the wild. Just looks awesome. Anyway. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks, Sean, for calling in. Thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, Look, a man on the street calling in. The the beast is out there. Uh, it's out there. They've been delivering them for months now. It is a badass car. Uh, Ten speeds are being built as we speak. Our good buddy Mike Lee from Camaro 5 um, just had his built this week. Uh, and oh. he, he ordered a 10-speed car. So He's congrats, Mike. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, dude, dude. Um, um, we shared a picture on Facebook this week too of a yellow uh, ZL1 caught in the wild in the Michigan area. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was fun as well. Cool. Thanks, Sean. Uh, let's wow, get... short and sweet. I love it. Yeah. Let's get to the next one here. Hello, Chris and Jason. This is Sean from Tucson, Arizona. Um, Long time listener. I have had. Three Camaros so far in my life. I've had a 70, a 2010, 2013 1LE, and now I am patiently waiting on my 2017 ZL1 automatic. 
I was lucky enough to get in on the allocations on the first week of production of those, which is this week, the week I'm calling right now. So um excited about it. Hyper Blue is what I got. Um, I'm just curious to see how this transmission is going to work. And I had a question. What about the mysterious um, 50 packages that everybody's getting showing up? FedEx has artwork, really cool artwork. Some people on the web are showing it off. I'm just wondering, like, how is GM picking those? Is it just random? Do you guys know anything? I can't find anything on the Internet. Once again, thanks for all the info. Really appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Sean, I think he's a first-time caller. Called in from Tucson, Arizona. First off, congrats on your 2017 ZL1 that you yes, got in the sir. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're going to love that car, dude. You're going to love it. Uh, looks like he's owned a 70 Camaro 2010 oh. and a 2013 ZL1 uh, LE Camaro. So some some good Camaros there. Wow. He has a question. <laughs> <laughs> he wants uh, to know about these mysterious pictures that are showing up at certain people's places. Um, the artwork, oh, I know one of them is a ZL1 smoking the tires and then... There's um, several other photographs of all the generations of Camaros. I know this because I got one. And and to tell you the truth, I don't know how. It showed up on my porch one day. I am going to assume I am getting it because I purchased a 2017 Camaro. And it's a 50th car. It's the 50th year. Um, and I know a lot of other people who purchased a car in 2017 who also got one. So... Sean, if you ordered a 2017 ZL1, I'm maybe guessing you might get one. Uh, the letter came addressed to Christopher Frezza, which is the name for legal purposes I used in when I purchased my car. That's that's the only thing I think of. That's the only thing I can think of. Hmm. I know some. I think some Camaro disciples got them too. Well, I didn't. <laughs> uh, did you? How how did you forward your address? Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but that only works for USB. Oh, not, that's like, right. Yeah, this came, this came FedEx. So I understand the person, people that bought my old house are complete a-holes, <laughs> and so they probably just have it, and they probably just threw it away because they're like, yeah, F that guy, that old guy that doesn't live here anymore, you know. So. Didn't you have a, a Camaro front end in the basement, too, that you left? That you found on the side of the road? No. <laughs> I thought you did. I actually did find a Camaro front end on the side of the road, and I was going to make something cool out of it, but that didn't work. But what I did have was a prototype of the 1998 Camaro SS hood that was used for crash Oh, testing. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, well, they probably just put that on the trash, too, because they're all a-holes. Yeah. So anyway, you know, I'd like to get a hold of one of those, uh, I don't know, goodie packs myself or whatever. Yeah, it's, but, a, uh, it's supposed to be a limited edition art piece, and they're all individually numbered as well. That's well, don't feel is. bad, Sean, from Tucson. Because I didn't get one either. <laughs> Sons of bitch. Well, thanks um, for calling in, to, uh, Sean from Tucson. Tucson, yeah, yeah, that's right. How about an email? We got an email too. Oh, we got a message. A message. Um, oh yes, yes, that was actually left on SoundCloud. That's right, which is kind of neat because we don't know how many of our listeners listen on SoundCloud, but we know some are. And this comes from Tycho Aussie, which we know who that is. Uh, Dan, thank you very much for leaving this message at 2424 of last week's podcast. Uh, 
he said, unless it's barfing fluids, <laughs> you're just adding unneeded mass to the vehicle and taking up underhood space. This was in regards to us talking about oil catch cans. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, and Dan is an engineer, I, I believe, by trade, right? Dan is an extremely smart individual. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Okay, cool. Cool. So, we love having messages uh, either sent to us via email or leaving us voicemails <clears throat> or even on SoundCloud. However, you listen to the show, get a hold of us, give us a buzz, and Chris. Hit the button because here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And we do have like three more voicemails here. Yes, I do. Yeah, we got three more voicemails, dude. You ready? Crank it out. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Wayne Garrett, uh, just calling in uh, from Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, just calling in about your conversation about the uh, catch games you had a couple of shows ago. I have a 2016 uh, 2SS, and I started using the catch can on it. And the main reason is because of concerns about direct injection. Uh, some of the things that I've read with the direct injection is since you have the uh, injection spray underneath the uh, intake valve instead of a uh, traditional port where the spray is going through the valve itself, you don't get the benefit of the uh, fuel washing across the valve and washing the deposits down into the engine. So with me, I put the catch can in just as an extra precaution just to help kind of eliminate any risk of having carbon buildup or any coking of the oil inside the intake manifold. So um, that's my opinion. Um, and again, you were right. It's kind of an opinion-based um, subject. But for me, I just wanted to do any little step I could to keep my engine as clean as I possibly could. And on the older LS engines, I don't think it's really that critical to have a catch can. But again, that's my opinion. Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work on the show. Bye. Wayne Garrett from Fort Wayne, Texas. Another, I think another first-timer calling in. The name rings a bell, but maybe I'm just maybe it just sounds like somebody I used to know. Well, I'm thinking of the guy from Roadhouse, Wade Garrett. You remember remember Wade Garrett from? Road, no, I never Road, watched that show because uh, you know I don't watch crap. You never watched <laughs> Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze, one of the oh, best no, movies ever made. No, I've seen it quite a few <laughs> times, but it is kind of a stupid movie when you look back on yeah, it. Yeah, but it's classic. The um, acting is just top notch. Oh heck yeah, it's Patrick Swayze, man. Uh, so sorry, Wayne. Um, so he called in with his opinion on the catch can uh, for, I think he said that he's 2016 mm-hmm. Camaro. So take it, like you said, take it for what it's worth. That's his opinion. It's probably not going to hurt anything, but like Dan said, if, unless it's barfing fluids, you probably don't need it. And yeah. it'll probably just recycle it in there. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things just like, um, uh, uh, like, uh, the air, the LT1 airfoil, throttle body oh airfoil. Oh my god! Whether or not it works or not. Oh, who of you out there heard listening? Who were back in the fourth gen days? Remember the airfoils, putting the throttle body supposedly it smoothed the air and gave you more horsepower. Oh shit! <coughs> and people could swear they felt the horse. Like, oh yeah, man, I put that in there. And it oh yeah, see the pants. Thirty horse. Fifteen horsepower. That's as good as the what was it? The tornado. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody was the laughing stock of the internet and also a billionaire at yeah. the same time. Yeah, the tornado. Yeah. 
Mm. <sighs> oh, boy. Good times. Good times. Well, All thanks right, for man. that. Thanks for that message, Wayne Garrett. And uh, let's see, we got a couple more voicemails here. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. Hi, my name is Rob. Uh, this message is for either Chris Frezza or Jason Debler. I've been interested in the uh, Camaro ZL1 in Krypton Green ever since uh, I had heard that the car would be available in that color. But I'm getting a lot of conflicting information from both the dealer, customer service at General Motors, and a variety of other blogs. If there's any way that uh, someone could contact me, if you guys have some additional information, I'd appreciate it. My telephone number is nine. Oh, oh, no, okay, no, let's no yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So he wants to know about Krypton Green. Uh, it's it's going to happen. It's yes. definitely going to happen. Uh, your dealership would probably be the best place to contact. Um, you know what? You know what? You should contact Becky, Becky Doyle, Doyle at Rogers Chevrolet. She can answer your question for you. You tell her that Chris and Jason from the Camaro Show sent you. Yes, and, and she will she hook will you, you up. Yeah, she will get you the right information. Yes. There's a lot of dealerships out there that we know that that if if the only information that they keep at the front of their brain is when they can move the next car out the door. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. So you know it, that might be the case with the dealership you talk to. Yeah. Call Becky Doyle, Roger Chevrolet. Tell her we sent you. They're in Woodhaven, Michigan. Um, look them up on the internet. You can find them. She does a lot of stuff over at Camaro Five for people. Um, really, really great person. Really, really great. Um, another good person to talk to is Eric Hall yes. at Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, the largest Chevrolet dealer in the country. Um, you can also tell him Chris and Jason from the Camaro Show sent you. Um, either one, great, great people to deal with, and they can probably answer your question. <laughs> and that's Tom good, Henry. Not, yeah, Tom Henry from Tom Henry Chevrolet. I don't know. Does Tom date calls? <laughs> I don't know. I bet you. I bet you. If, if you asked for him, he and if he was available, he'd take the call. Oh, okay. Tom's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Tom totally. Henry. Tom Henry Chevrolet in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, we could go on listing. Well, actually, no, we couldn't. There's only so many dealers that we know that are awesome to the Camaro community. Awesome. And those are the ones that come to the, come to mind. Yes, so, yes. Oh, Chris, your 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 guy. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. uh <laughs> huh. Well, how's, how's that beer? Is it good? I know. I'm brained, uh, yeah, uh, John Trotto at Buff Whalen Chevrolet. He can hook you up as well. There we go. So, Woo! And, and, and I, I'm willing to bet that it would all deal with you from out of state. Absolutely. Make, 100%. Make yeah. He said his name is Rob, but he didn't say where he was calling from. So, um, yeah. all right. Cool. Um, we have one more voicemail here. Let's get to it. Hit it. Hit it. Hi. This is the Camaro Show. This is Chris, and Jason's going in the bathroom. <laughs> Jason, are you having problems in the bathroom? Why not be stupid like you, David Allen Harris? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the show, it looks like we have a live caller. Hey, go ahead. Who is this? It's Postal Dave. All right, there's Postal Dave. And here we have another caller. It's... The guy from Tennessee is Mustang Alex. Well, that's the end of our show. We had too many voice files. Talk to you guys later. Who's today? Sorry, Sorry. I got to tell you, the last two voicemails have been the, the most, the funniest ones I've ever heard from Postal Dave. Sometimes the world just doesn't make sense. <laughs> And sometimes it doesn't matter. 
I think it's a little bit of both when it comes to Postal Dave, and I think he was barging in on his lovely wife taking in the, a, in the bathroom, yeah, or something. I don't know what it has to do with me in the bathroom. <laughs> that was I don't. That was bizarre again, and, and I, funny at the same time. Again, I don't know. I I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't want to get it. Uh, too funny. Too funny. Sometimes there's just not enough beer in the world. Oh man, man. Oh boy. Oh. Well, thanks for calling in. I think. Postal Dave, he, he interviewed himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Postal Dave. What the hell happens at the post office there in Ohio? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Uh, well, okay. that, that was nice. That was good. We had um, some some good voicemails and um, guys. If please, please make sure if you guys got any questions, we can we can help you out. If we don't know the answers, we will point you in the right direction as best as we can. Anyway, yeah. So, um, to end our show, we're going to continue talking about a subject that has been intriguing us the last, what, three weeks or so? Give, give or take, maybe even more. Yeah. Um, it's the Dodge Demon. And there's rumors circulating this week. Listen to this. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. 900 horsepower. Mind-blowing. I- can you, has there ever been a street legal car that has even come close? I mean, right now the record is the Hellcat, 707 yeah. horsepower. Yeah, that's the one that came close. And they're going to one-up it with you the know, demon. I, I look back over the years. The Camaro comes out, the Challenger comes out. We talk about sales figures every month like we do. And the Challengers hold steady at, what, 2,800, 3,000 sales and... No big deal. Yeah, okay, good, you know, big, fat, heavy car. It's huge. It's slow. And then they come out with the Hellcat. And <laughs> and then we're like, whoa, dude, look at this. It's, it's unusable horsepower, completely unusable. It's a big, fat car with unusable horsepower, but very impressive. Yeah, very impressive. And, very impressive. And now, now Dodge is dropping these little hints, one a week, give or take, yeah. about this Dodge Demon. And the latest and greatest is, uh, let's see here. What, what's the latest? Oh, the supercharged. Well, this is, is forced induction. So they, they they focus on the hood and the this makeshift video of the air going in. You know, yeah. and all that. And then they show like a forced induction hood and then. Going through the screw drive on the, on the top of the engine. and Yeah. But. Yeah. They're doing such a good job at this. Yeah. The website, if you if you go to if you know you know dot com, yeah, you could. It's 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 not like a quick weekend. Let's throw this together and get it out there. They they put a lot of effort into this presentation of yeah. this vehicle. But now we're going to reference the nine hundred horsepower because, yeah. in other news, this has been circulating amongst a lot of different automotive blogs and sites. Um. An image came out, and they said in the below Instagram post by Ryan Nagode, on Tuesday evening, a designer at Fiat Chrysler, the photo is taken from the headquarters. A Dodge spokeswoman confirmed his employment there. An image appears to show Demon's refreshed infotainment system. On the performance page, there's a dynograph showing a peak horsepower of about 900. The graph does go up to 1,000 horsepower. If true... The demon will have significantly more power than the already ludicrous 
Hellcat. Dude. Dude. I, 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 I. Exactly. Exactly. I, yeah. I. Dude, it's crazy. And they're doing such a good job. Like, here we are. We're Camaro guys. We're died in the wool Camaro guys. But I am so interested in this car. No, I will not buy one. No, no I probably can't I. afford no. to buy one. But just, just generating a lot of interest. What? How they're doing it, and and they're just not screwing around. They're not. They're not just doing a. Well, I hate to sound negative against the red line package, but they're not just putting stripes on the car. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, they are. They're going taking crazy. weight out. They're redesigning things. They're adding more horsepower. They're. Ripping all the seats out. Apparently, it's only going to come with a driver's seat and an optional passenger seat. So who knows? Optional. optional. I remember there was a time when pickup trucks, the rear bumper was optional until it became a law that you had to have one. Oh, for God's sake. So so for a while, pickup trucks would drive around with like a license plate just screwed into the tailgate. Oh, my God. <sighs> well, good job, Dodge. You're, you're doing it right, that's for sure. But um, I, I wonder what the price point's going to be. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be in one of the videos. Uh, it says the car will be announced at the New York Auto Show in April. Because I thought it was March, but but then we were looking at the videos. We we're like, there's like f- so many more videos left, right? It's a total of 15. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got all of February and all of March. And then whenever it's going to be unleashed in April, I, I don't know. I'm guessing a little over 90,000. <laughs> Oh, dude. Compare that to, I was reading an article this week, the new Tesla P100D. Dude, listen to this. The fastest car available right now. Zero to 60, 2.3 seconds. 2.3 seconds. It's just, it's, and that's in ludicrous mode. That is insane. Insane for a four door, 4,500 pound Sedan. I don't. I don't know how the tires cannot. <laughs> it's all wheel drive. Yeah, but still, even all wheel drive, I don't know how the tires can't be blown off the car. Yeah, the sixty foot on this stock car is one five. <laughs> <laughs> Silent. <laughs> they just. Ugh. It's one five sixty foot. It's like ten three. <laughs> Something like that in this four door car. It's like nuts. Nuts. But yeah, we're we're in an age of innovation. We're in an age of technology, and I can't wait to see what comes next. I really can't. I can't wait. Ought to be impressive. Yeah. What's Chevrolet going to do next, though? We're waiting for the Z twenty eight, according to Mister George. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, the oh, the Z twenty eight is is going to be out for sure in New York, and it's for and sure it's be a beast. For it's sure, it'll be a beast. Yep. Beast. <laughs> It's like a broken record. But. Everybody loves that guy. Yeah. But I think that's the end of the show, dude. That's the end of yeah, the show. We got we covered a lot this week. We covered we a lot. We sure did. And that's we, good information, what, we really too. We appreciate you guys listening and calling into our show and, and supporting this show. So uh, always always know that uh, you can call in anytime and give us your thoughts on the show. or Anytime. Anytime you want to do it. But otherwise, let's get on with the rest of our weekend. Yep. And we will Out see of, you. See you next week. Out Bye. of here. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!